You're listening to One Sun, Three Flowers podcast, where we believe in connecting, unifying, and uplifting women. Self-published author, business owner, educator, mother, and poet, Courtney Brookins will help you bloom into your best self and encourage you to make self-care part of your daily practice. She will help you learn and connect with other women. Listen to honest conversations to help further your story. If you're ready to reach the next level of self, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, mother, and avocado enthusiast, Courtney Brookins. Tribe, we receive so much positive encouragement about our podcast, and a lot of you have asked how you can help support it. One of the easiest ways to show your appreciation is to press pause and take a second to write a review about the benefit of this content. And while you're there, make sure you click subscribe so that every time a new show drops, you're the first to know about it. And welcome to another episode of the One Sun, Three Flowers podcast, Stories of Our Mothers. Today I have joining with me Charmin Bates, founder and CEO of Creative Girls Rock. Hey Charmin. Hello, hello. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. Of course. I've been looking forward to this call. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, right? We were like trying to figure out how we were going to make this thing happen, but we got it together and here we are. Yes, we are. (laughs) Yeah, so why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. All right, so I am originally from um, a small town outside of Chicago, Illinois, called Joliet, Illinois, Um, and I... Did went to high school and everything in Illinois, but for college, I actually came down to Tennessee State University in Nashville, Tennessee, where I reside now. Um, and I majored my undergrad is in fashion merchandising. I was really big on fashion growing up, um, and I just knew I was like, okay, I'm going to be a fashion designer. And so I was determined that, you know, I was going to pursue that route. However, ironically. I ended up majoring in chemical engineering when I got to Tennessee State University. <laughs> Tennessee wow. State University. Well, actually a little bit. So they didn't ha- exactly have chemical engineering. So I was originally mechanical engineering and then a minor in chemistry. And then okay. I was going to transfer over to Vanderbilt, who had chemical engineering, like my junior and senior year. Like just take my prereqs at TSU and then go from there. Well, clearly that did not happen. Um, <laughs> I actually, um, and the reason I wanted to do engineering, because I mean, the money is there, you're always guaranteed a job, and the fashion industry is very competitive, and sometimes it's not, you know, can it, it, it you wouldn't get as much money as you would it being an engineer, right? I'll just put it out there like that. So, okay. um, I was thinking more so long term, and not necessarily focused on my passion, and one day I was like, you know what? Why am I sitting in these classes? I don't really care about any of this information. I want to study fashion. So I actually switched my major my sophomore year at TSU, fashion merchandising and a minor in business administration and uh, finished school. And I received the opportunity to be a retail buyer for Macy's. 
And so right after college, I um, went to New York, no family, no friends. Um, (laughs) And it was really a humbling experience for me. Um, I actually, I found my apartment getting lost on the train and (laughs) it was, it was just, it was one of, exactly. It was, um, like I said, a very humbling experience, but I appreciate it. And so, um, TSU went to New York, did the retail buying for four years. Um, actually two years I did the buying side, which is a lot of people think you're just shopping for clothes and all that and going to different trade shows. That is not it. Retail buying is actually, you're looking at numbers, like what is selling? Where is it selling? What skew is selling? You know? And so sometimes I can get a little bit overwhelming and I was like, you know what? I just don't want to sit here and look at Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> so um, Macy's has 66 private labels um, where a team specifically designs, you know, in-house a line of clothing for Macy's. So like INC, Alfani, if you're so, so familiar with those, um, Bar 3, those are all private labels at Macy's. And so the other two years in New York, I worked on the Bar 3 men's line and I worked one-on-one with a designer to create that brand. Um, okay really really fun um I was responsible like the designer of course would put it on paper and then we'll put on the computer and then once we agreed on that particular um silhouette we um it was then my job to reach out to um to source the product and get it in mass production and then eventually to the stores so that was pretty fun um yeah (laughs) so that was kind of like my previous life in fashion like I came I saw I did the thing in New York I had a good time and then um I one day just woke up was like you know what I want to do something else and God had really called me I was doing a lot of um community initiatives activities outside of Macy's so volunteering I had joined a church and I became a part of their youth ministry and then we were doing give back um events and uh painting at different community centers like the boys and girls clubs and I enjoy doing that and I said you know what I think I want to get into nonprofit. you know what let me get a little bit more experience for nonprofit. so I um actually I signed up to uh get my master's at Trevecca Nazarene University so I moved back to Nashville um I got into that program and it was a master's in organizational leadership and nonprofit management and during that time, I was working for the Boys and Girls Club, ironically. And then uh, I worked a little bit with the YMCA in Middle Tennessee. And so now I work for Vanderbilt University. I'm the event planner for the chancellor, um, which, again, is another change. But through Macy's, you know, working in fashion, there were many events that I had to put on. I also helped with the Thanksgiving Day Parade, which is pretty big. Um, and then the Boys and Girls Club and the YMCA with community events. So I was always doing events, right? And right. Then, um, which kind of led me to the position I am now at Vanderbilt. And so with that, again, community and events, I created my own brand, uh, Creative Girls Rock. Um, I've always had a passion for um, like arts and crafts in addition to the whole fashion portion of it. And just the creativity. And I, everything in my house, Courtney, is like I made. To my centerpieces, to decor on the wall, 
And my friends would come over like, Charmin, this is amazing. Like, you're so talented. Why don't you, you know, start an organization or teach women how to do this stuff? Because Pinterest mm-hmm. and everything else is out here, you know, charging people hundreds of dollars and you only spend $10 on this project. Right. <laughs> so I, uh, that's for people who actually try to do it. So many people leave it in there uh, on their board. So you're actually making it happen. Exactly. Exactly. So Creative Girls Rock was um, birthed in October 2017, and that was from my passion for in- innovation and creativity. Um, my mission is to motivate and inspire and empower women to utilize their create- creative talent in unique ways for like personal and professional development. So when, it's, when I say personal development, again, centerpieces in your home or, you know, artwork on your wall, whatever the you know case may be. Um, and just fall in love bringing your creativity to fruition. Does that make sense? Like a lot of people, yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm not creative. I'm not this, but you really are because I don't limit creativity to just um, art. You know, it, it could be, um, you know, you maybe write poetry or um, how you dress. I mean, creativity is just innovation being outside of the box yeah you know I love that because you know so our company is really focused on wellness and Mm self-care and it sounds like in teaching this creativity you have that embedded in there you're teaching women how to use what they have Mm -hmm. to enhance their businesses and liven up their living and working spaces exactly exactly yeah and originally, yeah. um, and I'll refer Creative Girls Rock to CGR. So originally CGR was, um, I designed it for like young girls, middle school and, uh, or high school girls as an alternative activity to participate after school or on the weekends. However, when I first started, I noticed like women 25, you know, age 25 and up were more interested in the master classes, like no teenage girls at all. Like women, like my friends were hitting me up. It was like, oh my gosh, Charmin, I want to come. You know, I saw your centerpieces and I just started posting pictures of my uh, projects on Instagram and just followers just <laughs> started to come overnight. It was like, oh my God, we love your work. And I was like, okay, cool. All right. So maybe it's not for, or not necessarily not for the younger generation, but it could be for everyone. You know, mm-hmm. I can tailor my crafts to, um, you know, middle school, high school, or, you know, even grown women. So um, every month, Courtney, I have a CGR master class. And these are free classes that I offer to the community um, and to pretty much create a specific project. So we've made centerpieces around uh, Christmas time. And I actually had to hold two classes for that because so many people were interested in signing up. And so what I called it was an ornament wreath class. So you, I literally took a foam um, ring, which you can get from like Dollar Tree or Hobby Lobby or Michael's and ornaments because they're everywhere around the, around the Christmas season. And mm-hmm. I glued those with a glue gun to the ring and made a centerpiece or, no, or made a, you know, a door piece. Um, and people were so, they were like, oh my God, that is so neat. How did you think of that? And I'm like, it's just blue and ornaments. Like, <laughs> it's not really hard. But- I guess I do 
this type of stuff in my sleep. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I had, it was a wake up call for me because I was like, oh, wow, like there's really a need out here for that. People are looking for this outlet. And so um, after each class, I do a survey. And um, what I found out is that for these women, it provides a sense of like therapy and like a part of like spiritual practice, work-life balance. Um, because after working 40 hours a week and then maybe you have the second shift with kids and then you have your husband, there's really no time for yourself. So right. women were starting to say, Charmin, like these two hours, I needed this. Like just to right. get away, have, you know, a good, be a part positive energy, um, listening to music and maybe have a little glass of wine to just start my week. Like I had to reset, relax, and now I'm, I'm full enough to start my week off to do it again. So thank you. And I was yeah. trying to receive comments like that. And I was like, okay, all right. Um, I guess I need to keep going, God, because I didn't know, yeah. to be honest, because I was just doing it because I enjoy doing it. But then I had to ask myself, well, Charmin, why do you enjoy doing it? Because it is a part of my spiritual balance. Like I tell everyone that, you know, we start with a, a full cup, right? Every day, full cup of water, whatever you want to say. Um, and each, when you go to work or whoever you're interacting with or whatever you're doing, you're pouring a little bit of yourself out of this cup, right? Right now, I'm pouring a little bit of myself out into this podcast. We're doing that for to each other. So what right. do we do at the end of the day to fill our cup back up to prepare for the next day? Right. And that is, you know, Creative Girls Rock. That's my cup. That's how I'm able to reset, reboot, and be ready for the next, you know, for the next day. And, right. Um, and I was just doing it for me. And God was like, okay, well, if that's doing it for you, that's what you're providing for these other people. And that's why I want you to keep doing it. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, no argue on that. <laughs> right, which is awesome because it's like, I'm filling myself up, but I'm helping to fill other people up. I think that's really amazing. And also, I hear mindfulness in that because mm -hmm. I'm a big studier of mindfulness and everybody always thinks of mindfulness as like meditation, but just like being in the moment, creating crafts, being present on what you're doing um, and just enjoy being filled with enjoyment sounds like that's what's happening at these classes. And so it's helping to allow people to stop some of that clutter that's going on. Um, exactly. In their brains. Exactly. And that and another part of it is um, a lot of these people that come to my classes because I put my events on Eventbrite. Um, I, I don't know them. And so I'm able to meet new people and they're able to meet new people. So it's now starting to become like a little networking opportunity yeah. um, for women. And my last class, I think I had it was only two people that I knew from previous, but everybody else were, were new. And I was like, oh, wow. wow. So I we go around, um, tell them a little bit about ourselves and our name. And people have been able to network and, like, job opportunities have come out, out of this. And I'm like, come on, God. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yes. yeah. It's, like, multidimensional. So many purposes here. Yes. Yes. And, again, I didn't even know what I was doing. Like mm -hmm. from, you know, and I, I was just doing something that I love to do, 
but it's providing so many opportunities for other people and it's lifting them up, lifting their spirits up. And I say, you know what, if that's all I have to do, then I'm happy to do it, you know, and to keep, yeah, keep providing these um, outlets for people. Um, so I typically hold my classes on Sundays. We, it's like Sunday fun day. Um, and they're about two hours long and it really depends. My motto is I do, you do, we do. So I do. sound like an educator right there. <laughs> there we go, right? I learned that from my educated sorority sister. But uh, I think so, because I'm like, <laughs> I'm in the education industry, and I'm like, oh, that sounds mighty familiar. <laughs> yep. I do, you do, we do. So I, um, I, I do some research, and I look at a lot of Pinterest and, you know, Etsy and all that stuff. And um, if it's something that interested me, then I, or interests me, I, um, I try it. So, and I call it perfecting my craft. So I'll use the ornament wreath project again. Like I saw some videos on that. I was like, okay, so let me buy the materials and let me try it myself. So they do provide certain instructions, but then that's where the creativity come in. It's like, okay, well, I actually don't want to do it that way. Let me do it this way. And if it works for me, that's how I write my instructions for my class. So I'll practice a little bit. I can't, one thing I tell myself is like, if I'm not willing to do the work or perfect my craft, how can I teach anybody else? Right. So um, I take the time out and probably on weekends, most of the time on Sundays, you know, after church and um, I'll go by Michael's or Hobby Lobby and get a couple things and try a few projects. And if it come out great, I'll say, okay, let's do this next month. yeah I start promoting it on Instagram and then I see what feedback I'm getting and you know I get instant messages and everything oh let me know when you're going to do this class oh I definitely want to sign up I was like okay so this must be it so I I do the craft um and then during my workshops um I will do a demonstration and then the you do part is now that I've demonstrated and provide the step-by-step instructions on how to do this particular particular project you now demonstrate back to me that you understand um and then once you do that then we you know we're listening to music we're talking we may have again a glass of wine or something and we're all having a good time and it's just positive energy and I love that you know it sounds like positive energy but I'm over here like wow you're in Nashville and you know I I reside currently in Chicago and I'm like so how do you allow for people who want to be a part of this creative process to reach reach in do you do a live uh, video while you're doing your workshops or is there any digital way that you allow people distance or is it like nope you have to be in Nashville or you missed it Great question. And I'm open to feedback about that because I have not done any videos. Like I'll post pictures online and maybe some videos on my website, but I, I, I kind of thought about or going back and forth about doing maybe a YouTube channel where now you have these live Instagram videos and live Facebook videos that you can do now. So I'm thinking, maybe I should start going like Instagram live or something. So people who are not local can actually, you know, participate. And then, yeah. 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 Cause I was thinking how you say you're reaching all ages. And so I have been a little transparent. One of the founders of my company is my youngest daughter. Mm -hmm. And, 
And she is a DIY queen. Like sometimes, Charmin, it drives me crazy, but I'm glad to see that there's a means to this mm-hmm. end because you formed a whole organization off of it. But I'm sure like people like her would love to be able to like tune in and, you know, get the get the materials and be able to just connect with you and be guided by you and still have that mindfulness time or that, that therapeutic time, even though we're states apart. Yeah, no, I love that. Thank you for (laughs) dropping that into like, I'm writing this down right now. Uh, Yeah. Look, it's like a little, it's a little selfish on my end too. I'm like, girl, we want to come to the class. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's good because like I said, the platform is already there. Like you have these live stories on Instagram that I never use. Um, or, and I, I don't have a Facebook account, but I think they have like a live video feature, right? Yeah, um, that they do. do. So if I set up like a little iPad on, you know, a little tripod or something, and then if I sent out to individuals, those who are not local, these are materials you need, and I'm going to go step by step, I think that would be dope. Yeah. It would. Okay. It would definitely be really dope. And Coming so, also, I noticed <laughs> <laughs> yeah I noticed that you said your classes are free so are people bringing their materials or is this like a, a non-profit organization so uh, materials are gifted to the customers uh both so I have actually invested a lot into creative girls rock um where I've personally just purchased um, some materials like thank God for Amazon Prime and getting stuff in bulk and in two days. So <laughs> thank today. God for Amazon Prime. <laughs> yes. Like seriously. So like you can I feel get, like they should give us both a sponsorship just off that county, right? Yeah, they should. <laughs> yes. Because you can get about 20 canvases for maybe maybe as little, maybe a dollar a piece in two days. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? So depending on the size, of course. So yeah when I see stuff like that, I was like, oh, maybe I can do this. Um, I've also received some sponsors from my family, um, some of my church members who believe in my passion and believe in Creative Girls Rock and want it to succeed. So they've, you know, donated um, materials or monetary donations, which has helped. Um, And sometimes, but depending on the project, I'll ask people to bring um, some of the materials. Again, going back to the ornament wreath, um, I provided the foam rings. So I ordered like 40, 40 of those offline. Those were sponsored. Um, and so I just asked people to bring their own ornaments, which worked out great because everybody doesn't like, you know, green, gold, and red. You know, people sometimes will just like the silver and the white, and that's their Christmas, you know, decor, which is perfectly fine. So that worked out in our fav- my favor because um, if you visit my website and click on ornament wreath, you'll see everybody has a different style and it's just absolutely gorgeous. And that just shows, again, their creativity, their innovation, how they think. Um, some people brought glass ornaments, some brought plastic. Like we had a, a, a array of stuff in that, cl- in that classroom. So yeah. Um, so yeah, it kind of goes both ways. Once I'm right now, I'm in the process of filing my 501c3. So then I can be tax exempt and then I can really, and I can provide, um, you know, tax write-off for, for people that are um, donating to my organization. Cause right now it's just, you know, donations and 
thank you for your service. I really appreciate it. But until I can get my status, then I'll be able to give you like um, your tax documents and everything. So um, so I'm in that process right now. But a lot of people, honestly, there's like Charmaine, I wouldn't mind paying $5. I wouldn't mind paying $10. If it's going to help you to have the next class, because I want you to have another class, I'm happy to do it. So yeah. um, my first class this year in 2019, I had a vision board party um, and I did charge um, $10 for that class. And that helped me to get a lot of materials where the women, all they had to do was show up. That's all they did. So I had their okay. canvas. I had magazines. I still have magazines, tubs of them um, that I got from my fr- friends and other people and at work. Um, and then I was able to get glue sticks and all that. So it does help provide getting the materials where again all you have to do is show up so you don't have to go shopping or anything i want to make it convenient for my guests right Um, and that worked and nobody was really complaining so i think eventually uh, depending on the class um it may be a a small fee and i then i'll go get the materials or i'll continue to add like certain things um you would just bring on your own um which again can be very cheap yeah, I think you can definitely ask for donations. I went to a yoga class this summer and it was uh, on like Michigan. I say that because I know you're familiar with Chicago being this is your hometown. And um, it's, the yoga class was completely free. The sister was like passionate. One Sun, Three Flowers is a one-stop shop for the entire family. Our mother-daughter clothing brand promotes self-care, unity, and wellness for the entire tribe through tees and sweatshirts. We created the One Sun, Three Flowers shop a year ago when we challenged ourselves to create clothing that promoted self-care, self-love, and helped you connect with your highest self and your families. Head to the One Sun, Three Flowers, dot myshopify.com and save yourself 10% when you use the code PODCAST2019. That's One Sun, the number three, flowers.myshopify.com enjoy flower tribe um you know i'm i'm an extrovert <laughs> um and so i do I, I i have great interpersonal skills i can start a conversation in a, in a heartbeat and but that's i feel like the creativity part comes through using my gifts again my my uh and talents and to inspire people does that make sense yes yeah so that's how I mean to be honest everybody is creative every in their own right we we are all creative um on how we view things how we how again how we dress how we how we write it I think a lot of people and I I thought this way as well that I have to be a painter to be creative no (laughs) creative can be how you speak um I love I I don't write poetry or do any type of um what do you call it not the like the soul spoken word yeah spoken word (laughs) I love that to me that's so creative you know 
again how you see things and they're they're talking about and then how rappers or how they you know some of the words that they say i don't really listen to rap but just musicians on what they what they're singing about like all that is creativity yeah and i i think that like i like the word when you use innovation because creativity doesn't fit under one industry in my mind like people mm-hmm. come up with creative solutions for all sorts of fields exactly to get the job done so I like that you you outlined that everyone is creative and to tell people to like stop speaking against your your form of creativity because there's not like one way that that looks exactly exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, so with that being said why do you, I know your business is centered around creativity but why do you think creativity is important in other industries like if you're um, if you're an, you don't see yourself as creative or you're more like that science math mathematics field, mm-hmm. why do you think creativity is important I just think it, it, it just adds a twist to whatever uh, organization you're a part of just something different Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't know, it's just, it's unique. So I, I think it's important that you add creativity to whatever your brand is, because that's what gets people attention, like stepping outside of the box or doing something different. Not your, just your everyday commercial or your everyday proposal. Like you add a little twist to it. Um, I think that's, I think that's important because it makes you stand out. Right. Um, other people, other organization, other brands. Um, I look at commercials totally different now. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's like, and some commercials, I'm like, oh, what were they thinking? But too, but I do see the creativity in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of one that I can give an example. I know the Super Bowl has had some just really. Oh my god! Balls. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening here with these commercials? I know they always really stand out to me. Yeah, exactly. And I love the commercial where they had all like the past football players, so like Hall of Famers. And yeah. Then, I think it was like a banquet or a reception they were sitting at. And then they show, I think the football like fell over on the table. And then it was like the PTSD. Like once they saw, they were like, fumble. And then they start running. Did you see that commercial? <laughs> they- you know what? I think I know what you're talking about. I mean, sometimes during. <laughs> Uh, the Super Bowl, it's like, oh my, so much craziness. You're like, what did I just exactly, see? <laughs> exactly. But I love that. Like, I don't know what they were trying to get across. Well, it was almost like, yes, they're done with football. However, once they, you know, they retire and they're done with the industry. However, when that football hit the floor, it did, it sparked something in their head that, hey, that football just sitting there. I need to go get it. So it's almost like a PTSD type of deal that they use. Yeah, they yeah. All I think I know what you're talking about. That was hilarious <laughs> to me. And but it was creative. Who would have thought of that? You know, like right. So that's why you know I feel like it's important. It's like you all you have to be able. You have to have someone on your team that thinks outside the box. Um, it just it, mm-hmm. it, it just makes it more of a well-rounded team. Um, everyone doesn't think the same way and I don't think any idea is no dumb idea 
I think having multiple right. ideas on the table and brainstorming it and everything that that's good. It's healthy because you're getting different perspectives and sometimes you can put all of those ideas into one. So, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. creativity is very important in, you know, in in our society today, for sure. Absolutely. So, podcast I'm going to ask her this question, but what is your favorite creative project are you willing to share oh yeah <laughs> give us a little tea oh, God. um <laughs> out of the ones i've done so far or just okay i'll maybe i'll totally open however you want to answer it my favorite i know i'm putting you on the spot so okay. thank you <laughs> my favorite um creative project will probably be um crayon canvas art i know it sounds like a little childish but it's actually pretty dope so crayon canvas art Obviously, you have a canvas and crayons. People, I think, forget that they're just wax. <laughs> so anytime you apply heat to them, they melt and it becomes almost oh. like paint. So mm-hmm. uh, crayon canvas art, you can do so much with that. So you will glue the crayons onto um, the canvas or you don't have to glue them at all. You can just lay them on a canvas and then you get a hair a blow dryer. And you apply heat and they just melt. And it's just how the paint runs or like the wax runs down the canvas. You can move your canvas where it can go different directions. I, I think that is so cool. And then it doesn't take long to dry because as soon as the heat is off, it'll cool in like seconds. And then your project is done. So that sounds cool. Yeah, that will probably be definitely my top three for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I love canvases. I, I like dabbling with art myself, but I've never heard of that. So thank you for sharing yeah, that with us. And you can check that out on my website um, under. So I have once you enter to my website, I have um, where it says master classes. And then all the classes I've done or CGR master classes, all the classes I've done, they're listed there. And you can click on um, crayon canvas art or vintage music sheet reads i just make up names <laughs> uh and all, oh part of your creativity yeah, right <laughs> yeah and another one of my favorite i even give you two um it's it's like a, a spoon mirror <laughs> so you take plastic okay. spoons you cut the head off of them and then you can glue them into like onto cardboard like a round cardboard piece and then you just go around in a circle of motion and then you'll leave the center um, open for either to put a mirror in the center or a flower, whatever you want to put in the center. But then you have these spoons around it and you can spray paint it also on my website. Check that out. And you'll be surprised. Oh, like, wait a minute, those are plastic yeah. spoons? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> spoons. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. limited to just, like I said, it's not just all paint and brushes we get spoons we get wine bottles again I'm I'm an event planner so um as an event planner for well at Vanderbilt you know every event planner is kind of different so I do not use the same wine for my events so once I use that wine I'm not going to use it again (laughs) I use a different wine so you're probably like okay so what are you doing with those wine bottles so any empty right. bottles that I have, I order enough just for my event. So typically we don't have too much left over. But um, 
the empty wine bottles, like I actually did a project last night. I spray painted them. I'm going to make a centerpiece out of them. Um, or I'll wrap them with yarn. So it's called yarn bottle wrapping. I've done a class with that. And I've done a bottle wrapping class with middle school girls not using wine bottles, obviously. Um, so, uh, we use mason jars. Exactly. We use mason jars. I actually did that for Mount Zion Baptist Church here in Nashville for their young adult ministry. Um, they brought mason jars and yarn and we just we wrapped the, <clears throat> the mason jars with the yarn and just made like little centerpieces and said so we can put flowers in them you can put whatever you want in them like some people put like their pencils and everything on it they took it back to their homes and on their little desk at home they put it you know you can put anything in there so yeah I love that you know what I love about your projects too because I think when most people think of art they think oh my gosh I'm gonna have to spend so much money and here you are taking like very common materials things that you could literally go to the dollar store and get or recycling what's already in your house Mm -hmm. and not spending any additional money and you're turning it into art instead of letting it be like just some waste yeah exactly exactly Mm -hmm. yep that is really, really cool. So I would definitely be checking out your website. So before you go, though, I do have to ask one more on the spot question. Yeah. What's one piece of advice that you would give to another entrepreneur? Because I know you said um, you're in the process of being a 501c3 organization. Mm-hmm. And you have had people graciously donate. Mm-hmm. You have your, your stuff being marketed through Eventbrite. So you've already given us some jewels through that but what's just one piece of advice now that you have cgr what's one piece of advice that you would give another entrepreneur i would say um let's say if you want to succeed serve i think serving plays a major role in that and what i mean by that like i truly believe i was created to serve using my god-given talent which is you know just having the ability to take plastic spoons and making a centerpiece but through through that right through right, I know right through um providing these free classes like that's a part of like serving and giving back right and then the opportunities that I've had with the Boys and Girls Club and the YMCA Middle Tennessee and other nonprofit organizations just volunteering my time and serving has opened so many doors for me um just again just giving a little piece of you know of, of me and giving back to the community I met so many people and going back to what I said about creative girls rock like people were like oh you should charge for this you should charge for this I was like to be honest I enjoy doing this and I don't mind teaching others I don't mind serving and using my God-given talent to teach others how to do something and through that has opened has opened doors for me so the advice I could give is like, you know, yes, we can get money. We can do it, get all that all day. But what are we giving back, you know, to the community? Because don't be afraid to do that. Um, always make time to, to serve your community and to serve others because you never know how that opportunity is going to bless you. It may even bless you further than where you are now. Right. So absolutely um, the best, best advice I can give is like you know if you want to be successful um definitely serve and give back to your community because just as easy as you you know you got that talent and your your business is growing it can easily be taken away if you're not careful so serving and remaining yeah. humble um 
and you know what you're doing and just being nice to others <laughs> that's another oh, thing just be too. nice, yeah, just be nice. Just be nice. Yes. <laughs> that, that spread was, kindness all around yes, that was the <laughs> advice I would give because you know you never know that one person maybe you could have you know you ignored or you didn't speak to that day may very well be the person that can invest in your business or your company right. and you know you no longer have to Get, go out your pocket to buy materials they'll buy all of it for you they just want you to continue to do the call yeah. and that's going yeah. back to serving right so yeah yeah I love that that's that's some very good information thank you Charmin yeah no problem so now <laughs> so now I know we've been talking about this website and people are probably listening like what is the website I have some projects I need to do in my house with these spoons I know, I know. <laughs> look at the spoon project so it's creativegirlsrock.org uh, okay all of my you know who I am uh, pictures of me pictures of um, some piece artwork that I've done um, and some classes that I've held in the past they're all on my website I even have a feature where it says contact us so you can just fill out it'll go directly to my email and I will definitely respond so if you're interested or you want me to come to your city I'm happy to travel um some workshops i have received some inquiries about that like hey can you come to st louis i was like um yeah sure why not so um i'm gonna say on her behalf we're gonna need some donations for that (laughs) so yeah i need some you know transportation but no uh um but yeah you can contact me that way visit my website um also my email address is on there um, now it's creativegirlsrock17 at gmail.com but um, if you visit my website all of that information is on there so creativegirlsrock.org and I did design my own website for the record I thought about it oh, I have no web design <laughs> back I like experience whatsoever but I felt if I'm promoting DIY do it yourself then how can I promote that if I'm not willing to do it myself? So I did everything on my website. Um, it took me a very long time to do it, get it done, but it looks great and I'm happy about it that I didn't pay thousands of dollars for someone to do it for me. And I'm able to upkeep it myself for free. So um, I will encourage people to, you know, before you're willing to spend that dollar, try it. Try it because you never know. You'll be surprised what you'll be able to do yourself and you'll save so much money. So. Right. That sounds like another great class to have, Charmin. If you have a website designing class, please make sure that you let me know because I'll be there for that. Because I, I am tired of spending unnecessary money, as you just said. I will. That, I actually might need to bring that to fruition, a web design class. But you give me so many ideas. So I need to go live. <laughs> I need to do a web design class. Um, some future classes I have coming up. I actually just did one last month. I partnered with a uh, beauty counter, um, which it, awesome. yeah, are you familiar with beauty counter? I actually had them on my show. I had a rep from my show awesome. on beauty counter. So yeah, they have a great line. Yeah, and it's all like plant based um, products. So I did a flawless in five, which is also on my website, um, where beauty counter brought in 
six of their products. So mascara, foundation, blush, lip gloss, and concealer. Um, I don't know if I missed anything, but how to apply those six products in five minutes. So flawless in five. And I had about 20 women a part of that class. Everyone had their own mirror and their own um, disposable applications. And they, um, we had, I had a professional uh, makeup stylist come in that has worked for Mac for 16 years. And so again, going back to I do, you do, we do. So I had a model up there. She did her complete face using those six products. Then you do. So all the girls had their mirrors and all their products and they were able to practice um, using the techniques that the makeup artists had, you know, shared with them um, during the uh, demonstration portion. And then again, we had a good time. We listened to some music. We laughed. We exchanged business cards and we had a good time. So I'm now um, this year, I'm starting to focus on things like that. So we I did the makeup portion. I would love to do a cooking class. Like that's just going back to saying, you know, what I mentioned earlier, creativity is not just arts and crafts. So centerpieces out of spoons or (laughs) canvases out of crayons and stuff like that. It could be how to apply makeup effectively, how to design a website. Like you got to have some type of creativity and innovation in doing those things. So, yeah. Right. I'm excited. I love that. That is so exciting. So I'm excited for your upcoming events. And when you do that live class, let us know. And I'm going to make sure I link all of the web, the information that you listed in our show notes so that people can be ready to join in with me when we tune in for your next live class. That sounds like a plan. Yeah. Yes, well, Sherman, thank you so much for joining the show. It was such a pleasure to be able to have this moment with thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And it, like you said, it's divine orchestrated that we cross paths. So uh, I look forward to remaining in contact with you and see how we can join in the future, a partnership. Absolutely. I love that. And also Amazon, don't forget us because we want that sponsorship yes. for both of our organizations. Shout out. Too. Amazon Prime. <laughs> into existence right (laughs) and podcast tribe thank you for so much for tuning into another episode of the one sun three flowers podcast it has been wonderful being able to connect with you all as well and in the meantime remember to continue to bloom into your best self bye for now Thanks for listening to the One Sun, Three Flowers podcast. Check out show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.onesun3flowers.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We want to connect with your tribe. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. And remember to bloom into your best self.